G'day everyone, welcome to another instalment of Chewing the Bat. My name's Jack and I'm gladly joined by my two unbelievably good looking co-hosts in Gus, Gus Bus. How you going? Good Jack, thank you for the compliment. No How worries, yeah, it's, what a way to kick off the day. Yeah, that's got me Did, spook, <laughs> did it spook you? It spooked Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Not to throw aspersions <laughs> on him early, but it looks like it spooked him. And um, it's been a while since we've... It's actually been a very long time since the three of us have sat down together. So, Producer Frey, welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's been a while. How was Melbourne? It was... Successful? Yes. Bit boring? Yes. <laughs> Definitely not a holiday. We were in, sense. Nice we were in a bubble, weren't you? Well, this no is bubble. the confusing thing for me, is that you were technically not in a bubble, but you still had to live in... Bubble conditions. Um, Pseudo bubble. We didn't. Yes. <laughs> we didn't have to. That was um, recommendation. Right. Um, How strongly recommended? Severely. Oof. Oof. No, that's high. I'd say severely. What's the, what's They're the, the what's the like fire it. chart? What's the highest? Catastrophic. Yeah. Catastrophic. That's a nine. Nine on the. <laughs> but um, no, it was more like if you want to play, you. Just do your own due diligence. And try not to get COVID. And don't don't even become a close contact. That was what you're worried about. Right. So pretty much if you were to go outside to a restaurant or wherever. Ping. Yeah, close contact. Yep. Australian Open, open campaign done. Yeah. That's a week out and that close to a Grand Slam. If you Even if the dates still work that you can play with a week off before leaving in. And then on that, a little shout out to Kimberly Birrell. Pretty yep. good campaign. Who's like, that? <laughs> You're the coach, mate. It's your job. Yeah. <laughs> Probably should know. Yeah. Um, last round, I think we did speak about it in the last podcast, but anyway, last round of qualies. Lost to a pretty strong opponent in Harriet Dart, a Brit. Yes. Getting some good, good firm head nods from the producer. From the coach. <laughs> and um, coach second, third watching. round of doubles. Second. Second round of doubles. So, pretty epic. I'd love that. Yeah, pretty good start to the year. Can't first tournament, first tournament in since AO last year. Since AO last year, AO specialist. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Just play nothing but the Australian Open for your whole career. I that's love what, that. That's what you do once you get top fifty, hey. She's setting. That's the pretty time. much what Kyrgios does. Yeah, she's yeah. yeah. That's the Australian way. I think he plays the Australian swing and then goes to like um, Indian Wells or the, no the the swing before U.S. Open, which is. Cincinnati, Miami. Yeah, like the yeah. party, the party tourneys. I think he <laughs> Is goes. Is that to. what they call them? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, where is Kimbo? Is she still down there, or is she back up? She's in Canberra. It's an ITF run in Canberra at the moment. It's exciting. Very exciting. Um, I think she plays this morning. No, uh, she played yesterday. How'd she go? Um, very well. Took a W against another Aussie, Ivana Popovic. Pronunciation to be confirmed. Not sure. Apologies um, if it's wrong. Ivana. And next round's tomorrow. Neg the Baines. Streamable? Well, I no. asked, that's what I asked Matt the other day, and apparently no streams. So, poor form from the ITF. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an ITF thing to the streams? Oh, surely. Anyway, um, enough about Kimbo. Mm. Let's get into Miss our... You. F- 
<laughs> Get out. And um, probably our favourite segment. It's been a while since we've had the segment, but um, we've got the Winter Olympics coming up. Our favourite. It's come up. Sorry, it's come up. It's, it's, it's happening. It's in. So I had to, that doesn't rush off that <laughs> Um, up on a, a Winter Olympics Sport of the Week edition. Matt, Matty Freight, what have you got for us? Well, this one, like, not like my first choice, which turned out to be in the Olympics. I just never heard of it before. <laughs> Biathlon. It does happen a fair bit. Definitely happens. I found a winter sport. The rules, I, from what I can read, is... Get to the bottom of the hill as quick as you can. Don't die. It's called ski flying. Is this on a bike? <laughs> no. You're on skis, but you're also wearing a parachute. Oh, what? <laughs> so That's the, like manual parasailing. Exactly. So you've got, you're on your skis, but instead of poles, you're holding your two <laughs> handles to control the direction yeah, of your flight. Yeah. So you're skiing down the hill. Shredding that powder, that sweet, Fresh sweet power, 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 power. Yep. And whenever <laughs> you hit air, that. <laughs> whenever you hit air, you, you just got a keep, parachute that's keep going. Keep going for a bit. Yeah, you just gliding. That's it's not safe. Like playing Mario. It's like a Red Bull ad. That is very Mario Eight, Mario Kart Eight. It's like, have you guys seen that um, Red Bull ad with the paraglider or the and pretty much what you've explained, but not in the snow, except he like kind of. Paraglides oh, and skis through the city. Yeah. In the city. Anyway, what, what's the sport called? I haven't seen that. Ski flying. Ski flying. <laughs> yeah, that's a TSC. If it doesn't have a ca- if it doesn't have a name all to itself, it's just combining two different words. TSC. Yeah, that's, well, that's a rule. almost pushing TD. What, right? well, hold yeah, on. It could be. If it's just combining two words, have you heard of a sport called football? <laughs> that's a ne- word by itself. <laughs> 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 that's TSC. That's um, a TSC sport. Pretty good. I don't mind it. Ski flying. Remind me of that. Remember that sport of the week we did? Maybe it's probably a year ago now. And it was a uh, top of a ski slope, and you had to get down it as quick as you can on a bike. I do remember that. Yep. That was very dangerous looking as well. Yeah. I bet this would be dangerous because skiing isn't really a safe thing. Mm-mm. It doesn't look safe at all. I've had one big old crashy on the the Olympics already. Have they? In the alpine jumps. It's dangerous. Not good. Man. Well, I think that a crash on a, on skis compared to a snowboard looks way worse. Yeah, because your legs go legs two different directions. Legs tumbling around yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Which it's is really dangerous for your feet. I, don't, I guess it would be for your snowboard too, but I've, in a ski crash, if your leg plugs, that's you, it. they get a lot of broken legs yeah. over the top of the boot. It happened Ooh. to my cousin. Like the ski plug, and if you've still got momentum, you and just I guess go over the top of it. With the snowboard... If you crash and fall, you just won with the board, hopefully. Everything's going together. Yeah. Eventually, you just pop back up. <laughs> Full circle. Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, eventually, you just find feet again. Um, we're about a week late on the Australian Open review, but... Had some scheduling issues. Yeah, you know, it's a tough time. It's been a tough start to the year. I think it's still worth a shout out. 2022 is really getting into its work now, mid-February. Well... Yeah, <laughs> it's swinging by quick. Um, I reckon it's probably one of the b- most successful Australian Opens as an Australian that we've seen in since e- like ever 70s. in my lifetime, anyway. Yeah, in I our think lifetime. 
<laughs> um, Ash Barty obviously taking a win. That's Dil- the biggest news. Dylan Alcott, runner up. Runner up, but in his farewell. In his, in his farewell, swing. yeah. Um, the special K's. Winners. Winners. Grinners. <laughs> and um, finalists Purcell and Ebden against the special case. Yeah, I've never seen Australia. that. I've never seen that ever. Two, four Aussies in the final mm. of a doubles final. And finalists Fawless and Coobs. Yeah, in the mixed Cooper. final. True. So, That's right. And I've, I know he's not Australian, but Rafa taking out the title too. <laughs> we'll claim that. <laughs> um. And Matty English third round. So I yeah, don't think we, I don't think Australia's had a better Australian Open campaign than the one we just saw. What do you reckon, producer Frey? There's a man There's outside a man taking outside a taking digital a photo of our house. With a very small <laughs> digital camera. Um, yeah, one of the one of the most. Um, Who's running a digital Aussie? camera these yeah. days? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we've gone like back in time. We've got Polaroids now. That's true. Eventually, we'll put digital cameras. Will be cool. He might be a body corporate man. Um, yeah, probably one of the most overall. If we if we had to give the aggregate, Aussies took it out this year for sure. Lush by she didn't even lose a set. Mm. Is that right? Dominant. No, no, no. She she was about to in the final. (laughs) Yeah. Five one down in the second set and claws back five all. Remember that she doesn't lose sets. Yeah, and then ends up winning in a pretty convincing tiebreak. So, I called it too. That five one. Five one. I said. I'm going to go have a shower, guys. I'll be back for the tie break. Oh, that's a clutch play. That's confident. Came down at two all in the tie break. One all in the tie break. <laughs> that's, that's very confident. Um, moving on from Ash, Dylan Alcott. Pretty epic. Australian of the year, 2022. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Paddy Mills robbed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Salty. He is robbed. I remember when Dylan won his semi final. Because so, he flew to Canberra between his semi-final yes. and final matches to go. After the his post-match uh, conference, he was asked about the, the ceremony and he said that, oh yeah, I'm just going to go fly down, watch Paddy Mills win, <laughs> win the award, and lift the trophy and then fly home for the final. And so he was vouching for Paddy Mills as well, I think. Do we reckon they didn't give it to Paddy because Paddy is contractually obliged to be in Brooklyn right now so he couldn't lift the trophy in person? I don't mind the, um, the Zoom vibe. With the the Zoom celebration. Yeah. With boys around him. <laughs> you had, you had Kevin Duran in there. Maybe. I guess it does yeah, I guess it does um produce a pretty good moment with Dylan actually there and the previous Australian of the Year's also in the room. So Yeah, you want to do the handover, I think. Because you're Australian of the Year until the next one is crowned. Like they do the handover. So Great Tame, I think, was there. So is that your conspiracy theory? Paddy Mills wasn't no, there. No, that was just a gut reaction. Oh, just, <laughs> just no salty. conspiracy. Um, the special case. Did we like Copyright. it? Copyright. Copyright. I did see, however, I think in their final or the semi, there was like a lot of fans with special K cereal boxes. <laughs> yeah, mm. I saw that. <laughs> didn't didn't um, Kokonakis? How do you bring them in, by the way? Anyway, didn't he get in trouble for that? Called himself the Special K for a while and then Co- copyright got on him. Really? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I haven't, I haven't heard of that, but I'm seeing a bit of red occasionally on the old microphone dials. Sorry to digress. How does it look <laughs> on the computer? <laughs> That's all right. Um, we'll we'll tinker with that later. Um, I think they are the first 
were they wild card pairings? Yeah. Yeah, they were wild cards. Yeah, they're the first wild card pairings to win uh, Australian Open doubles title. Really? Well yeah. done. Um, I the crazy thing is they went through the they beat the number one seed, the number three seed, and then six and thirteen or five, six and thirteen. Yeah, so like they've that. been they've been close to losing. Is that what you're saying? Well, they beat the best doubles pairings, or at least the highest seed. Yeah, well, I remember Kyrgios explaining it, and he vouched for that two singles players playing really well are going to beat a really good doubles pairing in a game of doubles. It's a... Yeah. It's not, it's not a conventional serve volley, gets to the net, finish to the net kind of type of doubles. There's... They're staying at the Kokonakis baseline. Kokonakis described it as singles in the half court. Yeah. <laughs> like they're warming up. Well, you do many half court drills when, you, yeah, you, when you're yeah. training, when you're practicing. So it's bread and butter, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. But it's, it is true. But the players they beat in the semis were, would have a higher career singles ranking than Kokonakis. Yes. I know he's got a lot of talent and he hits big and he's in good form. He's top 100 now. Is he actually? Yeah, 94. That's exciting. Yeah, he's back in. Um, but still, like they were quality singles players, and they played doubles full time. Yeah, Del Bonis and Granolas. Yeah, random pairing, but well, they're both fifty around fifty in the world. Yeah, one of them went like top twenty at one stage, I think. Yeah, Del, top, I think Del Bonis was yeah. Yeah, and then Granolas was like thirty eight at his best or something. So it can be done. I, I'd if I was playing on the tour as a singles player and past my prime. A sure, lot of them were like thirty five. Surely you just 36. go. Surely you just hit the double circuit. Yeah. If you like traveling. Yes, if you like traveling. But they were. They are like 35, 36. You don't have to run so much. Best of three sets. Apart from, is it Wimbledon? Doubles is five sets. Yeah. I might, I might just play doubles full time. Take it up. That sounds all right. I'll play with you. Next. So that was pretty cool to see. The, probably the most epic match that I've seen... This probably could go in my top three matches of all time in Rafa Medvedev in the final. It was crazy. Well, top three wins of all time. You think about 2020-20, Rafa fed Novak. The whole saga with Novak not getting let in. See you later. True. And Rafa, everyone kind of like... I don't know if they were riding Rafa off, but I don't think anyone picked him to go all the way. Especially after seeing him kind of battle through his first few rounds. Well, even Rafa said six months ago he reckoned he might be retiring because of his foot. Yeah. You see him running out as it got into five sets at the change of ends. You know how he sprints to the baseline? Hobbling. Yeah. It was like a speed walk. (laughs) It's crazy. Like everything was just down. Somehow he figured out a way to keep things down the middle third of the court. Like he wasn't. It was unbelievable. And... At two sets to love down, even myself, I th- I thought in my head, Rafa's done here. He can't win this. I thought for sure. Because did Medvedev win the set with like a, just crunched a backhand down the line off a long rally? Does yeah. that ring a bell? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy's an animal. Like, he's too good. So he was up two sets and then he got up, I think, two, one or three, two. Rafa serving and Rafa was love 40 on his serve. Yeah, it was chances. And it's uh, to me, it was good night, sweet prince. Yeah, so, I was ready. I think I was still at Q Masters at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> Playing some snooker. <laughs> yeah, snookering. Um, hold serve. 
comes back to win that set, I think, what, 6-4? In the fourth set, 6-4, and then ends up winning a... He got up a break in the fifth and lost the break. Ended up winning the fifth set, 7-5, I'm pretty sure. So Sounds right. Did you think, when it was going into the fourth set, did you were you starting to think Rafa would win? Definitely. No yeah. way. Definitely. I had until, that feeling, until dude. Until the second that Rafa won... There was a there was a thirty all point at um, four all in the fifth that Rafa lost and I was like oh he's done now and then he won that he's game never done <laughs> they're just yeah it is pretty remarkable would have been a different story if Felix made the final <laughs> oh salty <laughs> I I definitely reckon it was either either Medvedev in straight or if Rafa got one sniff at all which he did by winning the third we're on. Well, Medvedev was immediately getting his like thighs massaged. He was look. He Rafa looked so like that's he was a bad sign. Yeah, Rafa looked like he was struggling physically, but Medvedev, obviously with the with the physio coming out, I think he was suffering a bit more in terms of crampage. So, and wasn't afraid to show it either. Yeah, just get the physio out. Give I'm cramping. Yeah, just get the rub down going. Get it done. I so. guess he thinks that outweighs the benefits of any mental. Uh, boost that that might give to Rafa, knowing that his opponent is suffering some crampage. For sure. Plus, his cameras, you can't hide it. Even if you're cramping, and you can't hide that. True. Do you think there's any sporting event better than... The Australian Open men's final? No. A deep fifth set tennis match. Oh. Because it's five hours Have of thrill. Have you watched thrill. the curling? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Totally. a little. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably one of... Because it's... It's a five-set epic. is usually five hours. Yeah, it'd be so, close to. Sometimes the start of the match is a bit is a bit slow because there's not much. There's still two sets to go. Yeah. But when you get down to the the nitty gritty, when you get deep, when you get deep into that fifth or even the fourth or the third set, like we saw in the final with Rafa and Med, it's probably one of the most thrilling sporting events you can you can watch. Or like Felix Med, that was unbelievable. Oh. Like they just know every. Canadian flags are still floating around <laughs> in the household. But like they're not, there's no surprises about the game plan or what they're hitting well or badly. They know exactly what each other are doing. They're both gassed. But for some reason, always in the fifth set, people just start slapping it. Like you're in such a rhythm. I don't know. It's, it's got to be adrenaline. Like yeah. imagine playing in front of a crowd of what, 15,000 15, people? Yeah. I don't know what Rod Laver holds. Going absolutely berserk. True. And you're you're Deep buggered. In you're, you're in the fifth set and buggered, but you've made the fifth set, and the crowd lifts, and you just plus you also get a little ten minute break between the fourth and fifth. I don't Should know if that's shower? a good or a bad thing, to be honest. Depends how old or how tired you are. Maybe if you're like super super gassed, you probably start to tighten up. Do you reckon Rafa? Is, is, would it be beneficial for Rafa to have a ten minute break or go straight into it? He'd know how to manage himself in that ten minutes. Yeah. Because what I what I was wondering is when. When somebody takes a medical and that medical lasts longer than, I can't remember exactly, but like say three eight, minutes, eight minutes, eight something minutes. like that, you, you can get up and do some like serves and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they can. As, can't as, they? Yeah, yeah. But you sure. can't in your 10 minute break. Oh, you can't. I don't think so. But it's a bit interesting because yeah. they might like to. Maybe you can and they're just like, I'm not Maybe touching you... a ball until I have to. <laughs> yeah, I, wonder if you could ask, I wonder if you could ask the ball boy just to hand feed you a few, a few Spanish drills <laughs> while you're waiting. Left, right, How dominant deep, would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a 30 ball Spanish. 
Even just asking someone from the crowd. I don't know if that's legal. Probably more so the ball boy. Yeah. Can you feed me six fouries, please? That sends such a message to your opponent. Or f- can you feed me six off forehands and just crunch six off forehands in front of your opponent who's taking a medical timeout? <laughs> That's got to be a power move. That's got to be put into the Hamish and Andy's power move book, I reckon. That would be a power move. A I very think. niche tennis power move. Mm. Do you have a power move on the tennis court? Off um, the top of your head or not? Yeah, short ball, point back left corner, hit it back right corner. With the no look? No, you just, well, you're looking at the ball. Oh, so you're, but, you point... But you, you run point. up, and instead of having your hand just out in front of you, you point Where you're as gonna if hit you're going to hit it there, and then you don't hit it there. It's almost more you of a trick shot. But, yeah, that's pretty, there's, a power, there's a tennis power move in the power move book, volume two. I haven't got there yet. I just flick it open randomly sometimes. <laughs> I've never gone through... Well, do you remember the power move? Yeah, it's... um. You uh, you probably don't do it in official tournaments. I don't know if you do. Uh, the racket spin for serve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just you start it spinning and then you spin it, grab it, go, no worries, you serve. <laughs> what if they want to receive? Some people choose to receive. That's true. Maybe you should just say your choice. You choose. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, I like that one. There was a bit of power play in the double semi with the special case playing Granolas. Yeah. I think they chose to let... I think they let the other... I think maybe Granolas let the special K choose and special K's chose to receive or something. Yeah, because you can... If you win the toss, you can choose, but then the other, the other team, the losing team chooses which end. Yeah. So maybe the power move could be you... What do you want to do? And you can choose the end. Choose have both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Choose, the, choose the other end so that they have to walk around the net. <laughs> yeah, that is another power move actually because usually you're meant to choose. It's The toss is meant to happen before the warm-up. And sometimes in social tennis, in Saturday Super League, yeah. you forget to do that and then the toss happens between the warm-up and the match start. Yeah. And in that moment, you're not allowed to change ends because you've already warmed up at the end. True. So that could be another power move. There's a lot more value. I'll take the other end. Thanks, mate. (laughs) (laughs) We should just, we should write a tennis power or a sporting power moves book for the social sporter. Copyright. Yeah, might have some copyright issues. We can partner. Yeah, maybe we have to go to them with the idea. With the pitch. Yeah. (laughs) Elevator pitch. (laughs) (laughs) If you're out there, Hamish. We'll if you're out there, Andy, we know yeah, you are. They follow us. We'll find they? you on the golf course. We'll have to. <laughs> we'll have to work on that. We're gonna workshop it out there. Um, anything else from the AO? Ash Barty didn't get enough shine by us. I yeah, no, think. it was what forty-one or either forty-one or forty-nine. I don't know years since. Forty since two. Christine O'Neill, the last forty-two. Is it? Not a math podcast. A, a, a long time. <laughs> Between drinks is that is which which we were saying. A good run. Chris O'Neill was the last um, female Australian Open champion. Ash Barty, unbelievable. And again, how good was the surprise at, uh, from the in the ceremony when they brought out Yvonne? Yeah, that and was Ash, really Ash didn't know. Awesome. Oh, no one knew. Yeah, ex- except for the because Yvonne uh, was in the stands. I think she knew she was in the stands, and Kathy Freeman was in the stands. <laughs> that was sick. Yep, that good was old cool. Catherine's yeah. In there. Catherine. <laughs> Is that a full name? Yeah, Catherine. Oh. There you go. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. So she knew she, she knew they were there, but yeah. She didn't know that 
she was going to be presented by. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's a nice touch. I think. Yeah, that was so cool. Um, you should have seen the celebrations.com. At, we were at an engagement party, producer Frey, when Ash won. Celebrations.com. Unbelievable. It was probably, it was, and Ash there was double so fist well. pumps everywhere. There was, there was yeah. chest bumps. There was men hugging each other. Jack was, claimed you would skull a beer, but I don't think you ever did. No, the beers were Brit heavy. Yeah. They were a bit heavy. I will say like Ash, just because I want to bring this up again a bit later. Ash spoke so well. She always does. Oh, it's amazing. Thanks to well, probably a big part, Ben Crow, who's her um, mindset coach. Mm. Fantastic. But it always astounds me like how just genuine, just just out there being an Aussie, just shredding it up. She would be someone, mm. she would be a very good barbecue host, Oh, I think. That's a good call. Mm. She comes across, she's very good at, authentic expression yeah, of how I, she's feeling and without think, pretension. Yeah, it's a random one, but I think that's probably, as an Aussie, it's probably one of the most genuine compliments you can get being <laughs> a fantastic barbecue host. Personable, <laughs> generous, personable. She's got tomato sauce, but <laughs> well, yeah. well, she's even got mayo there. You think of it, people. like the barbecue host is, is cooking for everyone, right? So, you know, you like, you like caring for people. But also getting in that backy cricket. Yeah, yeah. You've organised the events. True. You're an organiser. You're, you're looking after people. You're, you're, you're holding a beer. <laughs> you're just an all-rounder. You yeah. like hosting events. You're complimenting yourself. Definitely. That's where I'm going to. <laughs> it was cool. Uh, did you see a um, slammer? Was it Peroni? Corona. 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 Yeah. And they handed the Peroni over to Mole and, oh, and some, did it on camera. It was just, I don't know who it was, but some idiot, right, wrote this article and I, I don't know if Fox Sports posted about like... They were glorifying drinking alcohol and they shouldn't have done it. And Classic. Oh, God. God, they're definitely not an Aussie news station, that's for sure. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, well that done, was, Ash. That was epic. Well done, Ash, Ash. Handing, handing out beers to the panel. So That is pretty cool. That is pretty epic. Um, is she going to win... What's the next slam coming up? French. French? She's done it before. Mm. She has. Is she going to win it again? Um, no, oh. I'm going to tip Wimby. Mm. She'd be a hard pass. I'm gonna tip two yeah. Wimbies in a row. Well, I think you're gonna. She'll just struggle when it's on the clay with like all these other girls that played AO unreal, but their clay court like Bedoza. But yeah, that'd be tough. This whole Spanish swing of players. The, the big because usually I would think someone to beat Ash Barty will obviously have to be definitely on their game, but a big hitter through the court and kind of overpower like at the US Open. Well, that's what was it? Is it her coach Tizza said that? About the balls? Yeah, about she. He did said, you know that? I did not know that until he. She won't win the US if they well, don't change the balls. Yeah, and they play the men's and women's play with a different ball at the US Open. At the US Open, that is really strange. That yeah. is, I did not know that. Neither. What I guess balls do well, they, they play, play with, with a lot. The women play with a lighter ball. Ah. I'm assuming so. The the play is a bit faster. They play with a clean skin. <laughs> it just fizzes through the air. They fizz. <laughs> Good clean um, skin. Yeah, did not know that. And yeah, Craig Tizza. No Ash's coach pretty much said, which is fairly true. Ties. Um, Tizer, is it? Tizer. Tizer. Oh, my fault. Sorry, Craig. Um, our fault. Um, the tiz. Craig Tizer. Big tiz. Big ties. Um, <laughs> pretty much said Ash Barty will never win the US Open until they change the balls. You're right, yeah. yeah. That's really interesting. So that's why I think she's like on the clay court because the girls, because the clay court holds up the pace of the ball. 
I reckon she's going to win. I reckon she'll win more Frenchies than any other. Yeah? Yeah, slam. I guess it does suit her. It's just interesting because she didn't... She obviously didn't originally think that it was her go to... Remember, like, she won the French. She was... I think they were tilting for Wimby that year. And she just sort of accidentally won the French. Just fell into the final. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Must be nice. Would you call the Australian Open the best win of the three that she's had? Wimbledon. You reckon Wimby? It's kind of hard to go past Wimby. There's something about it. At home is very cool, and I'm really glad she did it because so there's that, a lot of pressure on Australian Yeah, I think if Ayo was her first, but... That Wimby was, was really though, special. There was Wimbledon's something about it. Something. That's true. I remember for like a week, it was just like... So Ayo was a bit more... That's that's cool. That's a cool feat, but Wimby's more like... I don't know. There was just something about it. And it was like the anniversary of Yvonne, maybe. Maybe that all helped. Yeah, and, and she was wearing like her skirt. Just wearing the dress. Like, yeah. It was... Yeah, that's fair Spesh. enough. That was a lot going on. That was a three-setter, wasn't it? That was tough. I think so. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Well, yeah, if Ash. you had to tip how many slams Ash would win Ash. in her career. How many slams? Uh, Let's say she retires she's got at 30. Three now. Five so more another years. five more years. Pretty early retirement. Do you reckon she'll win another two a year on average? I think or one she, a year? I reckon, she'll, I reckon she'll get two a year for the next two years and then retire. I'd do that Damn. for sure. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Just cheeky seven. Beyond, and, and, and tr- Borg moment. And then truly finish on a win, like maybe an AO or a Wimby win. And just be like, oh, I'm, I'm out. I'm going to go back to the Brisbane Heat. <laughs> I don't want to travel as much. <laughs> yeah, knock up a few tons. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice? I'm going to tip she'll go above 10. Touchwood. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with you. Um, Thank you, Jack. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, I had a, watched a good movie the other night. What was it? Spider-Man? Uh, no. Actually, yeah. I was watching the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man the other night. You're a big advocate. Big the, advocate for the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Not the um, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Haven't watched him. I like Tom Holland. <laughs> He's boycotted. <laughs> I don't Give like, him a go, man. I didn't They're, like Andrew Garfield. They're, yeah, Andrew Garfield was a bit of a different vibe. But Tobey um, Toby got OG. Toby still hits. Willem yeah. Dafoe, James Franco. Mm. Is that Emma Stone? No. Can't remember her name, though. I'm blanking. Anyway. Uh, no. Deep, uh, Sweet Home Alabama. The movie? Yeah, I didn't know. I've never seen it before. I thought it was just a song. There's but a movie from 2002. Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actress. A, and a Matthew McConaughey knockoff. I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> I would have slapped with Matthew McConaughey. But um, um, Rotten Tomatoes rating? Haven't looked it up, but personally I'd say 7.5 out of 10. It's pretty good. Strong. It's like just a good watch. It's like a rom-com. It's quite dramatic though. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, Josh Lucas, Patrick Dempsey. Josh Lucas was your... Is that your... Who's the, who's the McConaughey, McConaughey yeah, knockoff? The, yeah. No, it's... Uh, yeah, Josh Lucas. I think that's a compliment, if anything. That's like if you called me a, like a Roger Federer knockoff. We wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What about a Jason Kubler knockoff? I'd take that. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> I called producer Frey a um, Purcell knockoff. 
Surely not. Who <laughs> doesn't like that one? <laughs> um, I can't grow a mullet like that. Yes. So, not coming up, but we're in the midst of is the Winter Olympics. We've got one gold medal, is that right? We thought one we gold? had two, with one being the uh, curling, but apparently... No. In fact, we got flamed. Right. But we did win the... Chikara Anthony won the women's mogul. Did you watch Mogles? it? Yes. No. It's pretty... I didn't watch the last round. I watched all the leading up. It looks kind of simple, but when you... Th- like, I reckon when you think of it and you watch what they're doing, it's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. Sometimes the best athletes do make it look simple, though. Yes. If I, if I was on the slopes, it would not look simple. It also <laughs> wouldn't look good. Do you know what I mean? So if you took a W, everyone would be thinking, geez, that was a tough win. <laughs> that was a very yeah. tough win. <laughs> People would be surprised. Whereas Jakara made it look smooth. I think so. And this is where I want to bring it back to Ash Barty. <laughs> so He's been waiting for this Jik- moment. Yeah. Well, Jakara, <laughs> so she obviously takes the gold and I'm listening to her, her little chat um, afterwards, uh, interview post-match conference, mm-hmm. whatever they call it for moguls. Yep. And she's talking and I'm like, looked away from the TV and I'm like, oh my goodness, this girl is, I like just speaks. Oh, she sounds like Ash Barty? Exactly like Ash. So like just her voice sounds similar, but she's just got this like easy Aussie go get a thing. But the, it was more like the words that she was using. She The whole time she was like my team and she was saying like, Honestly, I, I put it all out there. I was very proud of myself. Um, I'm very happy with my performance. If somebody else went out and beat me, I wouldn't be upset. Right. I know that they would have deserved it. Like so all the people out here. Just doing- just by listening to her voice, would you think that she would be a good barbecue host? Oh, 100%. <laughs> well, yes. I wanted to say, I reckon she, yeah, oh, she's, yeah, she's got patties. She's got snacks. <laughs> you know, she's doing that thing where you put the cheese on the patty, on Ooh. the barbecue, toast in the bones. Yeah, on the smash burgers. Damn. Oh, golly. But I was like, I reckon this person's secretly working with Ben Crow. Or not oh, secretly. the mindset coach. Yeah, because it was just, I like, I wasn't paying attention to the TV and I heard the TV. I was like, oh, Ash is on. Well, I think that like, you could be right because it goes for maybe every sport. You get to a level where you just become physically unbelievable at the sport that the better you get, the more the mental side of it weighs, right? Mm. So, maybe. Yeah. I don't know who Ben Crow is. Mindset coach. Yeah, I've gathered that. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good at it. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Um, what's your, what's your favorite now. Winter Olympic sport, producer Frey? Hockey. Fair enough. Miracle on ice. <laughs> Am I right? Folks shizzle. How's Canada going? I don't know if it started yet. There's only two teams to watch, right? They're like, and it's like that'd be like watching Russia. And Sweden's usually pretty good. Is Canada the equivalent to the U.S. men's in. national basketball team at the Olympics? I guess the U.S. would be pretty good at ice hockey. They play a lot. You know what I want to know? Winter Olympics. We don't have much snow here. We've only got what. Two months of snow season in hmm. New South Wales and Victoria. Falls Creek. Falls Creek. There's not much time for training, right? True. So, how, do, how do, the, do the Aussies go overseas? They must do. They have to, right? Like, uh, yeah. I think in there's heaps of Aussies in Canada, right? Working on the slopes. Gee, that'd be good. Why don't... I presume they probably just set themselves up somewhere. I have seen, like, makeshift, like, slides and things and whatnot mm. not made out of snow 
the like the Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah, but it wouldn't be the same as being on the fresh pow pow. No, it wouldn't be quite the same. No, but you could probably simulate it a bit, I suppose. Oh my goodness, it's been on. They haven't televised it. Bastards. But Canada's doing pretty well. Do you want to hear a couple of these scores? Yep. First round, prelim group A, Canada versus Switzerland, twelve to one. <laughs> prelim round, round group A, Canada versus Finland, eleven one. They're slipping letting these goals in. Yeah. Canada against R- <laughs> ROC. Is ROC the Russian Olympic yeah. pe- Russian the, Olympic Committee? Yes. Of China. Yeah. yeah. That's um, right. They're rebranded for the Olympics. So they beat yep. the Russians six one. Wow. They snuck by the States four two. Let's see, there you go, that's the matchup. And then now they're gonna go up against Germany, Sweden, and then they'll probably play against So they're dominating. They're doing So I'd probably call it like rugby league. Canada's Australia, the US is New Zealand, and Russia is England or Tonga. In, in ter- comparing it to rugby league, yeah. Well, the the US yeah, that's good call. The US kind of go like that. They're, they're very good team, but they kind of go up and down a little bit more. New Zealand, New Zealand's won the World Cup, but sometimes we smash. Sometimes them. they're pretty rubbish. Yeah. Fair enough. Well said. Right. Well luck. said. Thank you. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> My favorite Winter Olympic sport is bobsled, in particular the Jamaicans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Um, but I'm a rhythmic kind of guy. Yeah, are you? Yeah, I feel the rhythm. All right. Do you think that... Um, I remember the, an article came out from the uh, the Jamaican bobsled team trying to... I said this to you before, guys, but they were trying to promote that they weren't a joke. Yeah, they were like, we actually we're don't relate. We're formidable competitors. Like, the movie's we, funny, but that's not... Yeah, but I'm sorry, boys. Like, the movie's great still. <laughs> like, it's just... It's hard to go past. yeah. <laughs> And then I saw a video of them just dancing, having a good time in the Olympic Village, and I was like, they've still got the spirit. They've got the spirit. Absolutely. Maybe until they win it, win a gold, they'll stop becoming a joke. I mean, they're not a joke, but it's. I think it's laughing with them, not at them. Yeah, I agree. I'm can, a, yeah, I'm a big fan of it. It can be hot. Yeah, I don't want to denigrate them. But I'm also all. a big fan of a country like that, like, no snow in Jamaica. No. Yeah. No, yeah, it's a cool in, story. No, it's nothing in Jamaica. It it's an unbelievable story. So that they're actually doing it is it's pretty sick. Like the Australian curling team. Where do you curl in Australia? I guess there's ice Every rinks. Ice and rink. Yeah. Do you have to have specific ice no. for curling? Have you ever curled? I have. Got, you have? I've got the old duct tape out. What do you mean? That's a niche reference that you guys have. <laughs> so... <laughs> What you do <laughs> is cool. if you, because you don't wear skates, obviously, you just wear shoes. If you don't have curling shoes, what you do is you just get out the duct tape, wrap it around the, the toe of your shoe a bunch, and then that gives you enough grip to waddle down the ice, give it a brush. Really? There you go. A bit of duct tape. That is a niche reference. Mm. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Um, That'd be 10 bucks. <laughs> 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 Moving on. When's the Winter Olympics wrap up before we move on? I think it's got another, another week, week to go. Half, week and a bit. Yeah, um, unbelievable. Well, Jack, I should tell you before we go, there's yep. a very cool story. I think Matt knows it in the luge. Luge? Downhill luge? Head first, down the... Feet first. No, feet oh, sorry, first. feet first. Head right. first is skeleton. Right, gotcha. Um, there's one of the athletes from Georgia. I've forgotten his name. I apologize. But in 2010... If you had to take a guess of his name. No, I'm not going to guess. It's really, right. I know it's long. Okay. <laughs> is it Basilashvili? No. No, no his name player? was Sabah... 
Kumaritashvili. Yeah, it's quite yeah. long. You're right. Anyway. But <laughs> it's very, very sadly, and I think it was the Winter Olympics 2010, his cousin died from mm. downhill luge for Georgia. No die. His brother. In an event. At the Olympics. Oh, wow. He lost control and crashed. Yeah. And then the winner of that, the gold medal winner, was this German guy who was 20 years old at the time. Yep. He melted down his medal, had it recast as two golds, and actually went to Georgia to deliver the other one to the guy's family. Wow, no way. And apparently was received really well. Yeah. He's now like 32, has won two golds, and is at this downhill luge competing. No way. With the 20-year-old cousin of this guy that sadly died. That's an unbelievable story. Who basically said, I don't want the luge to die out in Georgia, so I thought I'd just keep it going. I think their granddad was really big, like started it up in the country. So it's a family affair. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Who's the, what, who's the German? Do you know? Um, Felix Locke. Wow. That's pretty cool. Melt down the gold, deliver it to the family. Mm. I think they were all very shaken, which you would be. Oh, of course. But And then also, very nice that it was well received. Yeah, but he said, I think I've read some quotes. He said, they welcomed me like, so warmly in Georgia. Great story. Mm. That's the Olympics. Yeah. Very good. Very yes. good story. Um, shall we move on to some other sporting news? Sure. What you oh, got? Oh, it's probably my favourite. This like this is up there with a Rafa win. Kelly Slater. Oh, winning pipe. pipe. Winning pipe at fifty years old. Ooh. The week before his fiftieth birth. birthday. I think it's actually next week. His birthday. birthday oh, it could be Kelly. today. Let's have a look. Google that, producer Frey. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Um, took down Seth Moniz. 11th of Feb is his birthday, so we got another. Uh, Pretty close. We won't disclose today's date, but close. But it's probably by days. the time I release this podcast, <laughs> it'll be Happy well birthday. past his birthday. <laughs> Happy belated birthday! Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair call. Also, just a really quick fun fact. Go on. Guys, do you guys know Kelly's first name's Robert? No. Robert. Robert Kelly Slater. Oh, stitch up. Robert Slater. And that's not the same. Kelly hits a lot better for a surfer. It's like my uh, my old man's name is John. Yeah. John mm. Michael Moore. Big Mike. Yeah. JMM. Maybe that's I should strange. start calling him John just to switch it up. Year. It's like my first name is actually Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Almost had you. Just trying to judge it. Um. So yeah, 50 years old. Takes out probably the, the toughest ninth pipeline. Eighth, I think. Eighth. I could be wrong, but double check that. Um, one of the scariest ways. The scariest, in the, world. the toughest events in the surfing calendar, and he's taking it out. Is he world number one again? No, I think he's outside the top ten. Is he? Yeah. Um, what other sport? So, what, what would you relate winning pipe to? Winning pipe would be like I don't know. That's a slam. Yeah. Right. Or maybe. Well, it's. How does golf work again? Because they have heaps of events, but there's different tours too. The US Open, yeah, and they got, and I they got the Masters. Yeah, the Masters I think it would be one of the more equivalent to a Masters. So yeah, maybe sort of like a slam, I guess. Well, we had Phil Mickelson win recently too, and he was he's in his sixties. He's he's over fifty, so that's pretty cool. But in, but in terms of a, a more physical sport, surfing. Yeah, that's the nuts. That thing. is like it's a crazy, very physically demanding. Apologies, sport. he's fifty-one. <laughs> he's not in his sixties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kelly and Phil. Anyway, um, yeah, Kelly Slater said it was hands down the best win of his career. I love that. As a, what, 11-time world champion? That's the yep. best win of his career. And he's mulling over retiring? 
Yeah, and I think it's I think it was literally two decades since his last pipe win. That's it's nuts. ridiculous. Mm. That'd be like Tiger taking out the Masters this year. Well, he did. He took it out in what, 2019, 46? right? That was another big. He, Tiger that took out the big, Masters that in was 20, 2019, time. which was like 20 years after. Yeah. Maybe less. Maybe 13 years after the fact. Well, after his most recent one before that. Mm-hmm. When did Kelly win his first pipe? He would have been young. 20s? I reckon so. Probs. We're yeah. talking 25, 30 years ago. I think it's a young man's... Um, that's why the win's unbelievable because Pipe would, would you say, is a young man's or a fearless man's event. Jules has won it a couple times, I'm pretty sure. Has Jules won at Pipe? Yeah. Once, sorry. That's cool. J- uh, John John? Well, John John is born... Born and John bred. John, yeah, He does a blindfolded. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he grew up like at Pipe. That's hometown. Pipe in the backyard. Like, um, what's his name? <laughs> I don't know. O'Brien? Oh, Jamie O'Brien. Jamie O'Brien? Yeah, he lives, yeah. he lives like on pipe. Oh, hold on. I don't know if he's Kelly from, Slater so. is your 2022 Pipeline, sorry, Pipe Pro Champion and World Surf League number one. There we go. Got oh, well, it's, a, it's the start of the season, right? So the scores... No, re- let him have it. Yeah, well, the scores re- the leave sc- it alone. The scores reset. No, that's a great thing, right? Isn't that how they determine the world champ? It's just they yeah. reset it there. Yeah, I think they have a new structure coming in for this next year though as well. Like there's 30 surfers and they're whittling down the field as they go. So when they get to the end of the year, there's going to be like six surfers in the final yeah, event. Oh, really? I think so. For some reason, they're going like 32 to 24, like halfway through. And then a few more get chopped. Like The Bachelor. I don't know how I feel about yeah, that. Yeah, sort of like The Bachelor. <laughs> cool. That was a very good call. That's literally bang on. I don't know how I feel about that though. Because I'm a big fan of a wild card or an under, under... Yeah, Smokey coming through and taking a W. Or causing trouble for someone who's looking for a world, world title 100%. win. 100%. In like a quarterfinal. Yeah, if it's a tight battle between two surfers. Yeah, you don't want them to just face off straight away. I prefer them to have to fight through other people first. 100%. Yeah, so yeah. to the WSL, terrible idea. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> misrepresented whoa, whoa. it. Maybe we'll have a chat is, to Ricky about this. Possible. <laughs> we'll bring Ricky Dan on, see what he thinks about it. We should see what he thinks about Jules just being a dad. And yeah, do you reckon he'll come back? He's still surfing a fair bit, Jules. Look, As Kelly's he just done it. Surf forever, so I think. Sorry, Kelly's back at fifty, so Jules will be here. Jules That's got time. Well, going back to our GOAT trilogy, that kind of... I don't know if it cements Kelly Slater as one of the GOATs, but well, yeah. he's got to be up there. He's got to be top 10 of all time. In Maybe. any sport. In any sport. Mm. Yeah. I'd say so. Well, I think there's a special tier for athletes that... Do it at 50. Almost, long, yeah, almost single-handedly put their sport on the map. And Kelly's done that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. an athlete who oversaw a massive res- revolution into becoming a professional sport or like becoming a popular, more popular sport. I like, think you have like to be M- in your special tier. Like an MJ vibe. Mm. Yeah. Alex Honnold. Alex Honnold. Yeah. Tony Hawk. They Sean were the, White, yeah, they were like, they Kelly. were the forefront of the sport yeah. going forward. Tiger. Like Maybe I think there's Tiger. A, no, Tiger for sure. I reckon, yeah. I think there should be a little Just special tier for that. Mm. Yeah. Well, Tiger Curious. was... <laughs> Curious and doubles. How could we forget? Oh, well, Tiger was... um. Got on a bit of a tangent here, but Tiger was... He, he made golf cool. 
I think. Yeah. In a way. And there's something to be said for that, I think. Yeah, because golf is a pretty, you know, it's a rich man's sport. Still is. Still is. It's We're, we're trying. Anyway. Are um, you talking to clubs? Yeah, I'm talking to people. We're getting... lower fees. <laughs> <laughs> we got some petitions out. Um, before we wrap up, should we talk about how salty we are at Cricket Australia or not? Don't know. What do you think? <laughs> well, salt day. We won't go into it too much. Oh, well, I found out on um, after producer Frey sent us a little article about the sacking of Australian coach. Well, resignation. resignation Sorry, the resignation. Well, Offered a six-month contract with n- and guaranteed that he wouldn't get to continue after the six months. Yeah, so why would you? So why would you? How big was the contract? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's I just don't understand. Point. Like, you, you have a coach that's alongside... Um, Tim Payne at the time took the Australian team from ashes. Yeah, I don't. Sorry, not the competition. I mean, like, like actual the ashes. Rubbish yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the rubbish. Like everything burnt down. <laughs> yeah, after the whole sandpaper saga, um, come out recently, they've just won a World Cup. Yep, Ashes World Cup, which they didn't think they would. Ashes title convincingly four nil. Um, and nearly five nil, one wicket away, one ball away from five nil. And and for and for some reason, cricket Australia have gone. Oh, it's probably not good enough for. Well, even before the World Cup, they were rumbling about it because apparently there was a meeting between some of the players, Tim Payne, Cummins, and someone else, Aaron Finch, hmm. with Langer, uh, saying his style was too intense. Yeah, he was too like he was too, in terms of his training and like. Everything that the team did together, it was strict and intense. Mm. And then he apparently eased off a lot, but I guess it was already just written, the cards were dealt before. Well, which is ridiculous, because as Cricket Australia, do you want to have a strict coach with victory and and wins? And, and a and, team and that the nation could get behind, because when the sandpaper thing happened, I wasn't even watching. No. Because I was just not the fired last, up about like, them anymore. The T20 World Cup, I was getting behind. The Ashes, very much so, I was getting behind. Mm. And, yeah, apparently not good enough for Cricket Australia. Like, their reputation is good. Other countries seem to like us. Yeah. Like, like the England team was having a yarn with us. Like, I think... We're having beers with post-Ashes post with, with Which the is English definitely team. a tradition. Mm. But I think a few years ago, we were... That probably wouldn't have We happened. weren't regarded so highly. No, I definitely agree. So, so we're getting results and we're sort of respected. So it, I guess they got to weigh it up. Like, did they want a strict person in victory or did they want a more lighthearted coach and see what get, happens? And, yeah. <laughs> it seems like that's what the players would prefer. What, come dog? Yeah, millionaire. Yeah, so. Come dog millionaire. <laughs> um, we yet to still see Pat Cummins come out and. Say he, something about it, but yeah, he hasn't. He's let he it all won't. let it all through the keeper. Labashain cancelled a press conference he was meant to have because he was going to get roasted about it, get picked up about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think some of it, some of the like, obviously, all the past players are coming out roasting the current players. Yeah, saying player player power too much. Like, do you want to win or not? But Warney is roasting them. Warney used to clash heaps with the coach in like two thousand two or whatever it was. Yeah, Buchanan. Yep. Because he would make them go on like army army camps and shit. Yeah. Warney hated it. Yeah, he just wanted to drink whiskey and smoke dubs. Yeah. Yeah. 
So cricket. Yeah. <laughs> throw the arm over. I think he's possibly somewhat forgotten that that was his stance when he was a player. Because mm. he's now he's like, JL's got results, mate. What more do you want? <laughs> it's like you did the same thing, mate. <laughs> yeah. So I think they probably have somewhat forgotten that. And like Michael Clark is coming out and saying, Cummins a captain, he should address it. Yeah. Clarky has definitely not addressed some of the things that happened when he was captain. Mitch Johnson came out and absolutely roasted Cummings. Yeah, called him gutless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Johnson is a fiery bloke, though. He is fiery, but I like the passion. Take it with a grain of salt. Mm. Um, so, I think that's all been a bit much. Like, I think CA has done a bad job. Terrible job. I think some of the discourse from the past players has been a bit much, but are they going to be as keen to be... Like, when we... The setup, Ricky's been around, Steve Waugh's been around, Gilchrist is always around, Warney's in there. Do you know what I mean? Like, these ex-players, because of JL, have been in the setup. Do you think they're going to be less keen to help out now? I think so. I think so, for sure. They could definitely make a stance. And we saw the benefit with Cam Green. This Ashes had a few cheap outs. Ricky Mm. Ponting on TV and apparently called him and said, I reckon you just need to change up what your front foot does. And boom, he's making runs. Yeah. That old front foot. Tell you so what. they're useful to have around, right? It's it's a, probably like the best Australian like coaching team you could have. Like so, you, yeah. you're, you're playing with the greats. So you don't want that division to fester there. It's a bit like the Broncos when they uh, hired Seebs instead of Kevy. <laughs> yeah. That was a gamble. <laughs> and <laughs> but all the ex players were like not coming to the club anymore and were like off it. Yeah. That makes a difference. You saw how that went. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know what's going on in there, but. As it, it's not like the environment in the team in the in the dressing rooms would have would be dull. Like surely they'd still have a bit of fun. Like I thought with so. With JL, I coaching. thought so. I don't know. Well, it's like I saw a quote from Gilly uh, Gilchrist, not our friend Gilly, who said <laughs> um, he was like JL will be the first to admit like he's got things he can work on, like all of us, but. By G, he'll sit down with you, look you in the eye and sort it out. And I don't think he got that option. No. Well, I think I said to you a couple of days ago, it sounds a bit terrible of me to say, but I kind of hope that they have a little bit of failure. <laughs> in their just tours? Pa- yeah, in the, next, in the next six months. They're going to Pakistan and they're going to India? Yeah. And those are tough tours. They are tough tours because it's, what, pretty hot. Over, it's humid conditions. It's hot. They've we haven't got, been um, to Pakistan in like they've got no, years. They've got no support over there. And um, we're not generally so good on the turning pitches, whereas they obviously are. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully they find a bit of hardship. <laughs> Hater. <laughs> Hates the nation. Hates it. It'll come around. No, I still love the boys, but yeah. It's been a mess. Absolute mess. What would, you, would, would you call it a bigger mess than the Djokovic Australian government saga? No. It's yeah. up there. <laughs> sure. It's, yeah, it's up there, including Tim Payne's ordeal. Yeah, well, that that actually does have similarities to the Djokovic thing. Yeah. In that they were told, green light, go ahead. And yeah. then after that, they were told, actually, red light. <laughs> red light, red light. Green light banned. again? Green light again? No, you're Sorry, banned. see you later. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, that pretty much wraps us up. Any other questions? You got any questions for each other? Um, General questions? Have you watched Fool's Gold with Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't either. I'm not a big movie person. Like, I like movies, but... And mud. 
If you if you ask me, yeah. Mud. All right, all right, all right. That was good. Well done. My name is Matthew. Or is it Stephen? Never know. Find out next time. Jim in the bat. Oh man! All right, let's um. Any riddles to finish off with? Bus. I grow shorter as I grow old. What am I? A candle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I didn't have a good one. All right, All right. we'll come back. We'll come back next week with some riddles. Byo riddles. Byo. Oh, general riddles. If you got a good one. Be all that. All right. Be all that next week. Thanks, boys. Enjoy the uh, week of sport. See you later. Goodbye. <laughs>